What's up, everybody? Welcome to Life is Cooler with AC. I'm your host, Alex Cunningham, and today we have a very funny comedian, Patrick Eaton. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? Good, good. I was kind of confused whenever uh, I don't even – M. Sirocco <laughs> added me on Skype. Yeah. It's weird. Is that what it says, Sirocco <laughs> on there? Yeah. It's weird. I just put my phone number, and then uh, it said there's already an account with that, but I changed the password, and then it just popped up. So I <laughs> the fuck had it before, made a Skype, and that's what the fuck it is, I guess. Um, but I tried to change it, too, but I don't know how, so I'm, just, I'm stuck. That is awesome. That's like the most fucking Patrick thing I've ever heard. Like, there was already an account under this number, so I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to use it. Like, fuck that guy. Like, I, I hope he doesn't have to have a business meeting tomorrow. Yeah. Well, yeah, if he does, his password's changed. So, right. <laughs> just text the phone number that this account is set up through, and then I'll give it back to you. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> oh, I got to tell you guys uh, that this episode is very special. It's uh, brought to you by Zoa Energy, uh, very unofficially. Again, The Rock, don't sue me. This has just been a thing. We're going to continue to bring uh, unofficial sponsors to the podcast until it is official. So thank you, Patrick, for allowing us to reach out to The Rock. I know you guys are good friends. <laughs> Uh, so it's actually uh, the first time I think that I've done the podcast without alcohol, and I did that on purpose. So <laughs> I mean, uh, you could if you wanted. Like, I mean, it won't bother me. Well, I I, I knew that you couldn't like take a sip or anything, you know, like through the. Yeah. <laughs> but I got so. Coffee. Uh, that's it. You did what? So I got coffee, but that's it. Oh well. Yeah, I should I should have had some coffee. Uh, no, I wanted to kind of talk to you about that. Um. So that's, I feel like that's something that a lot of people don't really think about, uh, you know, like drinking and doing comedy. Uh, because yeah. you, 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 well, no, you probably started doing comedy before you started drinking a ton, didn't you? No, I started drinking first. Uh, oh, okay. So, I mean, and then I found out they did like uh, open mics at the Burb here in town. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, I'm already drunk. Like, I might as well do something. So, okay. Like, I just comedy fucked up. And, uh, <laughs> Just kept going like that for a while. But yeah, right. I, I just did hammered all the time. So well, like for sense. a long time, I figured I'd never be able to do it sober. Right. Um, but I mean, it is easier when you're drunk. I will say that. But oh, it's I a bet. Little, well, yeah. it, it's, it's funny because, you know, like I was there uh, and I, I kind of watched that transition, you know, from uh, <laughs> the alcohol comedy to the sober comedy. And I, re I remember like every time you'd be like, man, it's so fucking hard to to make people laugh when you actually care if they laugh or not. You know, and, yeah. I, and I can only imagine like I've never uh, I've never really been like drunk and done comedy. Like I, I always have a drink or two, but like I generally can't even feel it. But to like actually not fucking be super coherent like that to me, yeah. that sounds scary. I mean, it was at the time, though, you don't give a shit because you're right. fucked up. Like, hey, this is just fun. And like you can bomb half the time. But like if there's a laugh in there. It feels like a victory because you're drunk and you're just having a good time. At least that's how it was for me. Yeah. Um, most part. But right. I mean, though, you're not doing a lot of writing, you know, right. you're fine. So. 
Yeah, well, but I mean, honestly, I feel like because you're really good at you know crowd work and stuff like that, like kind of crowd en- engagement. So uh, I feel like that kind of helped. And may- maybe it's not the same anymore. But I know that whenever we would go to like Tollies and stuff like that, you were always you know kind of like banter back and forth with the audience, and you just you truly never gave a fuck. You know, I guess you know that liquid courage. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely did sometimes. Um, and then sometimes that got me in trouble because I'd like argue with people and shit. Right. But um, yeah, I mean, I used to. I don't really do that very much anymore just because it's like when you're sober too, you're kind of like more aware of how people might react to shit. Right. So that like, makes sense. I'll especially like if I do it, I'll usually do it near the end because like, okay. I used to just open shit like that. Right. But uh, I usually did not go super well because I didn't know yeah. if they wanted it or. Right, not the way that you had anticipated, and that makes sense. But that's kind of, that's interesting, you know, because I definitely I was like I had assumed that comedy kind of like led you to alcohol, but the fact that alcohol led you to comedy is kind of like that's a bittersweet, you know, like uh, kind of relationship. Yeah, it is. It's weird, man. Because um, like I mean, yeah, I, I never really thought I would do it clean. Because like, yeah, I was just drinking and joking around with my friends, so I was like, well, I might yeah. as well get on stage and do it, and. Uh, that lasted for like five years, but uh-huh. I mean, it wasn't a great five years. Right. But yeah. I mean, I at the time, you know, like Absolutely. I did things, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the fact that, like, obviously, uh, there were a lot of negatives that, that come from the alcohol and stuff like that. But, like, look how far, you know, you've come, like, with your comedy. So, like, Clearly, just because the, the alcohol's gone uh, doesn't mean that it's like, oh, well, now I'm not funny anymore. But w- was that ever, like, yeah. a, a thought? Oh, yeah. I mean, when I first got clean, like, I mean, it was because I got arrested. So, like, <laughs> I had to. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I just assumed I'd have to quit right. uh, doing comedy pretty much. Or if I was going to do it, it would never be um, to a large audience. Because I was okay. just like, I don't do this and how to, like, engage with everybody. Um but yeah, man, like it, it was just like small steps. Actually, I was talking to you. I remember the week after I got popped mm-hmm. and uh, I think like the, the comedy night after that, I didn't do it. Right. And then, like the next I showed up and you and Anthony encouraged me to do it. So I was like, yeah. fuck it, I guess I will. But I yeah. really wasn't going. To. I was just going to sit and watch. Yeah, for um, sure. See, but honestly, though, like I and this is not just, you know, like a, a guest because like I, I was there and I watched it um, right toward the end. Uh, right before you got arrested and stopped drinking, you were uh, kind of like a loose cannon, you know, like on stage. And uh, like you, you never knew what was going to happen. You know, like I remember there was a time uh, where you got into it with Levi and uh, it was just it, it went very south very quickly. So so then <laughs> so then uh, for you to like come back and to be sober, like I remember you were super nervous the first couple times, but it was so collected. You know, because, like, I was actually just talking to my wife about you uh, and kind of your comedy style. And, like, you play this, like, uh, like a dick, you know, but like a funny dick. And you play it very, very well. And it, it's weird because, like, when you were drunk, it was, like, a belligerent dick. Where now it's just – it's almost like a sophisticated, you know, like, I know what the fuck I'm talking about, you know, so fuck you type of uh, persona. And, and the fact that you were so um, – easily transitioned in my opinion you know like i know that there was a little bit of nerves right there at the beginning but you just kind of like re- really sailed into that you know like sobriety version of that um that role really well yeah well i appreciate that man um yeah it's weird i think it's mostly because like 
when I quit drinking, like I didn't have anything really to focus on other than mm. like bad shit in my life. Like other than my relationship, um, it was mostly just like impending doom and fucking health issues that I was going to have to deal with. So like at that point, I was just kind of like I needed something. And luckily, like comedy's kind of been that thing. Absolutely. It's like okay, I have something to focus on and build on. And now it's been like a year of that. And it's like now I've kind of got a place where I'm happy at. Um, and kind of just building on it, but yeah, like it's weird. It's, it's, it was one of those things I really didn't think would last. And then I was just kind of occupying my time, but then it was like, oh, I actually kind of found my love for this uh, mm -hmm. again. Cause I think for a long time, like I just kind of didn't give a shit. Like I wasn't yeah. going at it. I wasn't really doing anything, but like you said, getting drunk, drunk and belligerent and yeah. saying dumb shit. Uh, so like it, it's been kind of nice, but it's, it's definitely been a weird kind of path back but it's oh, been I more bet. Of a yeah probably kind of like a weird learning curve you know because like you said you weren't doing a whole lot of writing or anything and like how have you been writing more and stuff like that yeah yeah and i've, and I've kind of like i've noticed um forced myself to write more and just try new shit like you uh -huh. know i'll do characters and stuff more mostly out of town like i do that in bloomington a lot okay um because i kinda just got to a point well, especially when i first quit I was like, I don't want to do any of my old jokes anymore. Right. And I for a while. Um, and then I've kind of started picking them back up if I think they're good. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I was going to just like start a whole new uh, set list and do everything new all the time and never go back to even the subjects I used to talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've started to like go back to it and realize like what was part of my personality? What was just alcoholism and fucking yeah. trying to pull off and being a dick? Um so it's it's been weird though, but yeah, I mean, I've been writing more um, and trying to kind of go back to certain things I kind of talked about, like my family, shit like that, and comedy, and yeah. just try to like go where I can with it, but also to try new shit. Absolutely, and uh, you know, kind of talk a little bit more about like my sobriety. I still talk about that like a lot uh -huh. on stage. Well, for one, one of the reasons I bring it up all the time too. It's like I feel like people just see how fucking awkward I am. Uh -huh. If like I'm near the bar and they can see my eyes like dart around and shit like I do sometimes. So I feel the need to just address that immediately, like why right. I'm kind of weird about shit. I'm, I'm not as much as I used to be, but when I first started, especially out of town, like I was really fucking awkward and shit like around yeah. any alcohol. But now it doesn't really bother me, so it's not a big deal. Yeah, no, and honestly, like, I'm super proud of you because I know that that was one of my first thoughts um, because I know you continue to go and do comedy so much that I was like, I know personally it would be very, very difficult, and I, and I, I feel like I'm a very strong-willed person, but I was like, I don't know yeah. if I would be able to be around something that, you know, like, kind of consumed my life so much and just be like, nah, that's all right, I'm okay, and you've like yeah, – You've you've just yeah. you, you've been phenomenal with with being able to just say no that's that I don't need it. Well, and and it helps that I I can get tested any day, and if they find alcohol in my urine, I go to prison. So like right. that, that's a good. <laughs> but the thing is, like even with that, you know, like I know, um, at least for the past year, like if I really wanted to, there are days I could do it and right. get away with it, but I just haven't done it because it's like as long as I'm out, especially. At doing comedy it's like i've got that thing to focus on but right. if i'm not doing comedy and i'm at a bar like it's really fucking weird like i just don't really do it yeah but, i mean why would you there like 
if you're not doing comedy and you're just fucking putting yourself in a bad situation just for for funsies, you know? Well, some people can do it. Like one of my friends, uh, Adam, who I don't know if you met, you might have, like, he's been clean for like three years, but like he will show up at Tolly's to hang out. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's like, I I think every addict is different. Like for me, like I can't do that. Like it just doesn't feel right, but some people can. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely not one of the people that can because it's just right. like, why am I even there? Right. Yeah. It's like the, you went to a place like this for a reason, and now that reason is gone. So it's like, you know, yeah. it's like I, I like hanging out with naked chicks when you're married. It's like the it kind of loses its <laughs> flame, you know. I mean, yeah, and if I it guess. doesn't, obviously you're fucking up. So mm-hmm. you know, like I can definitely kind of relate to that because I'm married. So it's kind of like getting sober. <laughs> but yeah, in some way it is. But, you know, like, uh, just kind of going back to um, your comedy uh, and, and kind of that transition, one of my favorite things, honestly, because, like, I, I've watched you do comedy for a long time, um, even before I moved to L.A. and stuff, you know, uh, when it was, like, you and Tim Wells doing comedy and stuff uh, at The Verve. Oh, yeah. yeah, so, like, long time ago, and I was always like, man, this dude is really good because, like, you're very good at, like, telling stories, you know, where when you're drunk, it's it's, it's easy to talk. Have you found yeah. that it, is it harder to like get into such detail now that you're like kind of looking at it through sober eyes? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Cause it's like when you're buzzed, especially too, you just have this certain confidence in what you're doing mm-hmm. and sober, you're always going to second guess stuff a little more. Um, but the good thing is like when you're on stage every now and then you just kind of get this push. Like, I, I don't even know, like I've always tried to recreate it. It's weird, but like uh-huh. if I'm in a certain mood, and I'm like doing a certain kind of joke, I can like do that. And it's like, okay, I'm not too worried about how this is gonna come out and it just comes out great. Right. And it's like, I try to harness that shit. Like if I'm doing something new and it's like, how do I tell this story? How do I um, phrase this shit the way that I want it to come out? But like definitely with alcohol, it can make that easier. Cause it's like, you kind of feel like you're just on everybody's level already. Uh-huh. So like, easier to relate stories to the audience i feel like yeah um so that's, that part's a little more difficult um so i've just tried to like kind of go over shit in my head more before i get up there and if i don't it usually doesn't work super fucking right. well uh, but that just happens yeah and, and i feel like that that's normal you know like that's a normal reaction you know for anyone in comedy um but it, it it's kind of neat to hear you talk about you know like now you go over things a little bit more because uh do you look at this as like more of a challenge now like where before it was kind of just like i know um because there was only like one fucking mic in Terre Haute, so it was like i'll do this once a week i'll get up there i'll do my thing and then i'll fucking not think about it again for you know a week and it's like so do you find yourself now like actually like challenging yourself because you know like you already have a hurdle to jump over is it like well i want to try and do this and see if i'm able to make people laugh at like this topic opposed to you know like just being you know like obnoxious yeah like it definitely is um like a challenge and it's definitely like kind of a a newer way to look at it but the good news about it is like as long as i'm doing it more consistently even if like i'm just hitting the verb on a sunday you know, Hayden's mic and like, I'm hanging out and sometimes like, you know, it'll just be the comedians there. Right. And we'll just kind of job. So even if I'm not getting down, like exactly what I want to do. Um, and I'm just kind of exercising comedy a little bit, like just kind of throwing shit out there and seeing what sticks. Like as long as I'm doing at least two, like three or four mics a week, it's like, 
it makes everything easier. Like I can't really explain it, but it's like just even being there with the microphone makes the next mic easier. If if even if I'm doing a whole different uh, fucking bit that I've been right, working on, yeah. like, probably just kind of easier for me because I'm hitting more shit and doing more rooms than I used to. Yeah, and, um, and, and that makes sense, you know. And I feel like it's probably one of those things where the muscles are still there. You just you have to relearn how to use them, you know, like just kind of in, in a different sense. Yeah, it really is. It's weird, man, because it's like, um, like I was, t- you know, Blake Champlin, right? Yeah, you yeah. do, because yeah, he yeah. he always has your fucking t-shirt. Uh, I know like, he wears that t-shirt all the time. I love it. Yeah. Um, which is really good promo shit, dude. Because I swear I've seen so many people with those fucking shirts. Um, <laughs> I need to uh, it, he he was uh, telling me like basically like um, he had to kind of like when he got clean relearn how to do certain shit, and it kind of uh-huh. like the way he did that to me made so much sense. Because yeah. like with comedy, I did have to just relearn all of it because I had basically taking what was a really like uh wholesome thing like doing stand-up and just drank so much through that that like uh-huh. i just turned shit for myself and it right. was like why am i even doing this like i'm right. just being a piece of stage um so it's like it's it's been weird but so i did kind of have to relearn it but it's like it's all still there oh yeah kinda absolutely like the, you know are still all there well, and honestly, so uh, I'm going to shamelessly plug our show that we have uh, at the convention center on uh, August 6th. Um, but whenever they – when they asked me who I would like to have on that show because, like, uh, they already had some comedians, you know, and then they, were, uh, they asked if I had any, you know, people that I would like on there. You were my first suggestion because, like, oh, I – yeah, you know, like I've seen the work that you've put in, and to me, like that's just that's such a a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody's gonna be the funniest guy in the room, but not everybody's gonna be the hardest working guy in the room either. You know, and yeah. and you just so happen to be one of the funniest guys in the room, and also one of the hardest working. You know, and like I would say, since you've gotten sober, I have seen the work ethic just like jump up so high because I noticed that you guys are like traveling out of town more, you know, and you're going to all these different, um, I don't cities, you know, I guess like there's a different word I was looking for, but you know, cities, is oh, yeah. The, yeah, but, um, markets, there you go. Different markets, you know, like for comedy and like just all of the work to kind of relearn that and still be funny while doing it is like, you never find that. You know what I mean? It's like, I feel like I'm one of those guys, like I work a lot, you know, like I'm constantly going out and doing shit. Not always the funniest guy in the room, but you know, like I try and be one of the hardest working. So to find somebody that is both, you know, like I truly respect that. And honestly, I look up to it. Well, thanks, man. I I really appreciate that for real. Like, yeah. And that, that show, holy shit. Like that's going to be fucking huge. So like, that's crazy. Um, and hopefully I get to do it, but that's a whole other fucking thing. But I think, (laughs) I would say 90% sure I will be there. And if I'm not, I'm going to be pretty depressed, but I'll, I'll make it through it. Yeah, um, you'll be I'll, there. I'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. It'll get figured out. But anyway, but yeah, I appreciate that though, man, for real. Cause like, but I, I have to say like in, in terms of work ethic, I really owe a lot to like Hayden Ray mm-hmm. and Anthony Albert and Nathan Marshall. And like, cause those guys really kind of, when I first started back and it felt like I was starting all over again, and I know you had like kind of, you had gone to Texas, but you were there for a little bit, so I know you met Hayden and them. Yeah. Um, but after a little, like Hayden was like, I want to do every mic or like mm-hmm. around, and that really was good for me because it felt like I was starting over again. So I, I had that work ethic back, and it was like yeah. I really want this. 
So like he, me and him like went to bears and then we did a uh, half liter and Indy uh, a lot uh, about a year ago and um, Margarita, Margarita Monday and some shit like that. So like, I really owe a lot to them too. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. But now it's just like, you know, kind of like now we kind of have that base of like mics that we try to hit and yeah. we're always trying or shit. But, um, but yeah, I really owe a lot to them too. Cause, uh, you know, I can't drive. So right. I, <laughs> it's a long walk. Yeah, I know that. And, you know, my girlfriend, Lindsay's a teacher. So like, she can't be out fucking late. She's probably gonna be smoking in here, but I got the window open. So <laughs> I won't, I almost stopped doing that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, but I appreciate that man for real. Cause you know, it's been a tough fucking year, but like, yeah. I really think that there are guys like you that fucking remember and like, hopefully didn't think, I mean, you could think, wow, that guy's such a piece of shit after a lot yeah. of fucking stuff. Well, I'm not saying I didn't think that too. Um, yeah, I, mean, <laughs> um, I think I burned a lot of bridges <laughs> that way probably, but that's all right. Well, see, but like, that's the thing though, is that like, I can't say that I've ever been there, but I can understand it. You know what I mean? And like, I, you weren't so, like, I, when I was talking to my wife earlier about you and like your comedy, I, I think it's super funny that like you go up on stage and you know, you kind of like, it's almost like an Andrew Dice Clay, you know, it's like very aggressive and very like matter of fact, you know, like your comedy is, but then like your sweetheart off, off the stage, you know? And like, to me, that's awesome because it's like it, you, you have to have that balance, you know, like you're, you're one of the nicest guys. And I, I love the fact, cause like me, I'm 100%. I'm the same like loud and obnoxious on stage as I am off stage. And like, there's no balance. It's just like fucking go all the time. And it, it's really easy to get burnt out that way. Yeah. I get, well, yeah, I guess I could see that too, but, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think I just honestly, like even just doing the mics, like, like, you know, like if I go to work, I'm not usually very social. Cause it's like when I do mics and shit, I'm so social with everybody. And that's kind right. of my, social zone. So like I get burned out just doing that half the uh, time. So it's like, you know, I'm kind of usually more chill. Um, yeah. Which I mean, it's kind of like, uh, I always talk about like the Farley effect, you know, like everybody was like when, when Chris Farley was at home, he was Chris, but then when he went out, he was Farley, you know, like he was this crazy wild guy. And I think we all have, you know, like that to an extent, you know, like we all have that side to us, but I think just being able to like, have more balance, you know, like even when you're on and off stage, you know, like more of a balance and not just like fucking full throttle. Cause like I'm, when I'm at home, it's the same thing. Like my wife will like tell me about everything on Facebook and I'm just like, I don't like, I don't care. You know, like I'm going to be honest with you. Like I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and have a conversation. I'm just trying to sit here and relax because like I, I'll get on stage and talk like by myself for 45 minutes. Like that's a lot, you know, like I just want silence for a minute. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Yeah, it's weird because, like, yeah, when I was drinking, like, after a mic, I could sit there and do comedy for, like, 20 minutes or whatever and just hang out and talk and talk and talk. And it's like I'd be there till fucking four in the morning. Uh And then I would just be so drained. Like, there there was no way back to – I mean, I guess that's also just the life of being an alcoholic is, like, it's kind of every day. (laughs) That's true. It's weird, though, yeah. Like, you kind of find that balance, though. Yeah, well, and honestly, though, like, that is one thing that I can say because I used to be in it and I'm not now. So it's like I'm, I'm looking at it, you know, like from an outside perspective. And the Terre Haute community of comedians has really, like, I feel like it, it, it's kind of blossomed, you know, and it's like it, it's really 
awesome how many people because I know uh, there was that wave, you know, several years ago, you know, uh, when everybody was at ISU and then they yeah. kind of went back to Indy and, you know, people kind of just, you know, moved on with life. And then yeah. I feel like it was it was very stagnant for a while. And then when I got on the scene, um, what was that like middle of 2020? Um it was it was starting to pick back up a little bit, you know, which everybody was dealing with COVID and stuff like that, you know. But uh, since I've left, like the the market here is outrageous. It's huge. There's so many fucking people, you know, and like it's very clicky and, you know, like there there's just so many ins and outs. But I feel like the Terre Haute group, it's like it's grown tremendously, but not only has it grown in numbers, it's grown in, you know, strength, you know, like because like you said, like you guys are pushing each other to go to different cities and, you know, like travel around and do these different mics. And now you guys are doing shows all the time, you know, so like, that's, that's great to see. Yeah, man, it, it really is. And it's, 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 yeah, you're right. It was staying up for a while. And it's weird. Cause I feel like, you know, I mean, I was drinking a fuckload, so it's like, I know I was staying and I wasn't doing shit, mm -hmm. but it's like, I got really lucky that when I did decide to get sober, like other people were also, and I know you were around when I got clean too, but mm -hmm. like, it just kind of felt like everything was kind of picking up. Absolutely. So it was like, it was a good time for me to kind of figure my shit out and then jump into it again. Cause it was yeah. kind of like, Oh, everything's kind of on the upward trajectory. But yeah, man. And, and you're right. Like the, the, just in the town, like I did that, um, tarot brewing company thing. Yeah. Which, which is you know, great. I know that apparently had an open mic that sucked like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And the one uh, I got kicked off of. Yeah, and and, yeah. I, and I had heard about that, and I was like, man, fuck that place. But I guess they got new owners. It's all good now. Yeah. But when we went there, man, like um, that guy Manuel from Gutties put me on, and uh -huh. uh, man, fucking full. It's like the, there's just enough people in town even that that are just down for this again. And yeah. I feel like it's been a long time since that's happened. Like I feel like people were just depressed and either didn't want to see it or we weren't doing it. But like everything's kind of back to where it uh, needs to be. And I mean, and now with this fucking convention center show. I know, like I was yeah. Yeah, so, so that's, and yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And like, here's something that um, I haven't even told anybody yet, but I'm gonna tell you and whoever the fuck is listening. Um, so uh, WTWO, what was that? Oh no, sorry, go ahead, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh no, it, it cut out whenever, when you started talking. Oh, I was just saying there's nobody here listening because it's oh. just me. When I realized you meant to the podcast, I'm right, just really yeah. well to figure that out. Um, That's all right. He's like, I forgot that other people were. We're not just having a conversation here. Like this is for th this is for other people. Uh, but so I am uh, WTWO is going to do um, an interview with uh, of me for me. I don't know how you fucking word that, uh -huh. but uh, that's going to be on the 1st of August for that show. So I'm hoping that since that's going to be on TV, that it really like ignites the the flame for Terre Haute comedy, you know, because people will see that, you know, and then maybe they don't go to the convention center for, for our show. But maybe they're like, oh, that's a thing that they do around here. And then, you know, when you guys are doing shows at, you know, the, the brewing company or, you know, wherever, hopefully it, it brings more people out. So then that way the audience and, and the whole community just starts to grow a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice, because I think um, the only other thing that was ever on the news and like I barely even counts. There was this really shitty restaurant in town called the Grand Cafe, which uh -huh. is owned by a really guy. But I remember in the commercial he made that was like 20 seconds, there were pictures of us doing comedy in it. Oh, okay. 
it was total dog shit. But that's as close <laughs> as we've ever gotten before, as far right. as I know. Well, um, yeah. Well, that's really cool, man. But yeah, that, I mean, that's good for you. Like, I was telling Lindsay, too. I was like, man, I got to figure out, like, how the fuck you're making this shit happen. Because this is, like, it's pretty insane that you're not even living here. And you f- fucking put this together. And it's this fucking big. Like, it's, that's really impressive, man. Like, Well, I, I can't take all the credit for it. So um, it is the Terre Haute, uh, Terre Haute area of real – I'm going to fuck this up. Terre Haute, Associ- Terre Haute Area Association of Realtors. That's it. Uh-huh. Um, that they, they're the ones putting it together, and it's be, you know raising money to build small homes for uh, homeless veterans. And they actually reached out to me. Um, so they, I don't, they found a card or something that I had left, and so they reached out and was like, "Hey, uh, would you be willing to do a comedy show?" I was like, yeah, that'd yeah. be great. And uh, they're like, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know anything about it. But, you know, like we found your information and we think that this would be a great opportunity for us, you know, to raise money. So um, yeah. we kind of just started piecing it together, you know, and uh, they were like, yeah, we want to rent the convention center out. And I was like, oh, OK, like that's ambitious. And yeah. they were like and they asked me how much we should charge for tickets. And I'm like, shit, like I'm a no name fucking, you know, comedian in Texas. Uh, so. Yeah. I was like, it's a charity event, so you know, like, you definitely want to raise a little bit of money. And they were like, all right, and they they uh, set a price, and I was like, we'll see. And then the, I texted her the other day and was like, how how are ticket sales? And she's like, yeah, we sold six, sixty tables of eight a piece, you know. And I'm like, Jesus, like that's outrageous. So, yeah, that's a And I think it helps too, just that it's such a good cause. You know what I mean? Like, absolutely. I feel like- you know, because that's one of those that everybody always thinks in the back of their head, man, that's fucked up that they're homeless veterans. It's like, oh, right. here's the solution. So it's yeah. like, well, that really works out. But, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's it's crazy, though, man. But yeah, I'm, I, that's – but even then, like, I mean, you left a business card and they found it. Like, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. Um, you know what's weird? I met a guy, and he was like uh, – for uh, – that wants to do some stuff in Sullivan. And he was like, do you have a card? And I was like, no, like I wasn't uh, bewildered by him even asking me that question. Cause I was just kind of like, Oh, I mean, you know, not right now. Right. But yeah, <laughs> of course he never fucking had one. Right. Um, or close. But yeah, but still like, that's a good idea though, because then yeah, down the road, someone fucking finds it and they're like, wow, this could be a great idea. Yeah, you know? exactly. It all worked out. Yeah, no, and, like, that's what's great is because, like, um, all the shows and stuff that my wife and I are putting – well, I say my wife and I. My fucking wife puts all this stuff to get together. My name's just on it, you know? But, um, oh, she, yeah, like, she's the driving force, and I think, like like you said, sometimes things just kind of work out, you know, like, in, in the right time. And uh, we've been so busy doing our own stuff that this show just kind of, like, popped up and was just, like, a great opportunity, you know, and then, like, it gives me, you know, like, a reason to go back home and, you know, kind of see people for the weekend and stuff, you know, and it's, like, sometimes, you know, you just, religion, whatever, you know, like, the universe, energy, whatever you want to call it, you know, like, it's just, like, it, it all lines up in the way that it should be, you know. No, I agree, man. Fuck. I mean, like, and I'll, I'll tell you what, man, for what religion is worth, like, I, I was a staunch atheist for years, but man, like, going through alcohol withdrawal and just praying that I mm-hmm. survived, I was, I like, I was, dre- and this is kind of off topic, but fuck oh, it, I'll talk about it. Yeah. But, like, you know, like, I was within, like, seizure territory with how much I was drinking, because I was oh, drinking, wow. like, a day for, like, a, two weeks, mm-hmm. and, 
Like, I just fucking prayed, and I'm here. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. You know yeah. I don't know all the fuckers, but, I mean, something fucking helped. Yeah, I no, mean, absolutely. I, like, that's great. Like, I tell people all the time, you know, like, I don't care what it is, you know, like, what what you believe in. You know, like, you could fucking believe that your cat is God, you know, like, and, and, and if that's what keeps you from, like, raping people at, at night, you know, or, like, keeps you on, on the up and up, or, like, what, what gives you the strength to wake up in the morning, like, so be it. You know, like who cares? Like people that uh, that get so butthurt over, you know, like oh well, if you don't believe what I believe, you know, it's like fuck you, man. You know, like we yeah. all we all deal with shit. I mean, thank you're Catholic, you know, yeah. like so you like kids, you know, like we all <laughs> we all have our thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true. The church is like, and you know what's fucked up? I'm the worst Catholic ever because. I like started like praying and shit, and I was like, you know, if I get through this, I'm gonna go back to mass. I'm like, I never fucking went back. Like I, fucking <laughs> I've never fucking done it. I've never done anything. Like there's this comedian Nate Marshall uh, in town who I don't think you've met, but he's really funny. Um, but he just moved to Indy, but like he's like doing all the steps and shit. And like I've been baptized, and like he just joined that church. Okay. I'm like, fuck, I've anything. Like I haven't done any of this shit. And it's been a year. Like I claim. <laughs> So I think, you know, I'm probably going to hell if God actually gives a shit. Right. Uh, I got you through while you were on Earth, but I'm fucking tired of your shit, Patrick. Oh, yeah. I mean, I totally bullshitted and was like, I'm going to do this. And then I never did any of it. You still got Uh, time. Yeah, I mean, I'm fuck. I don't know. Do you need to go to confession right now? You need to tell me some shit that you've done? I'll I'll, I'll bless you. You could, but I mean, fuck. It, I, I don't know. I'd have to make a long list, man. That would take some time. <laughs> like, I, to do it the right way, I'd have to really write all the. Because I haven't been to confession since I was, fuck, like 13. So, I mean, that's been. Uh, yeah. 15 years. yeah, it's been a long time. So, yeah, I got to write down everything. Yeah, you, you know? you've done a couple things between here and there, just that I know of. So, yeah, yeah. three arrests, um, two visits to the ER for alcohol related problems. That's there's, there's five, and there's a lot in between those. But, yeah, 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 no big deal. That's all right. But uh, so what I want to do is uh, we have these questions that we like to to ask here on Life is Cooler with AC. So they're just random questions. And um, what I really like about these questions is they kind of just like make you talk about some like just random shit, you know, which is kind of I was, I was talking to my wife the other day and I was like, maybe I have like ADD or something because like I'll be in the middle of a fucking sentence to her and then like I'll start thinking about like some random shit and like stop talking yeah. and she and she's like I, I don't know what you're saying to me and i'm like what, what do you mean she's like you were saying this and i was like oh, i don't know i have no idea yeah. so so that's what i like this podcast to be so uh-huh. uh all right so uh who is your favorite serial killer by christina wegger um i mean favorite's a strong word but i always kind of like john wayne gacy just because it's like he was the killer clown guy right and as a kid <laughs> afraid of clowns so like i watched a documentary about him on tv like i think it was like a and e and it yeah. scared the shit out of me and what's fucked up is though for years people talk about him like he was the killer clown but he didn't like dress up as a clown when he killed people so it's a little misleading but he was like a party clown yeah and what then the he fuck killed. yeah so th- th- this whole time i'm out here thinking that he's like raping these dudes dressed as a clown like he he gets yeah, a little boop, boop, on his oh, nose that's that's how they market it. <laughs> all the shows are like the killer clown and all this shit. And then it's scary as fuck when you're a kid, which it should be because, you know, we did kill people. But like, it's not <laughs> creepy as 
you know, they make it seem like it was. It was just kind of a straight up serial killer. Right. Well, yeah, he's they, just a normal dude. It yeah, was. nothing. He was just a dude that really liked uh, to fillet other men and then kill them. I was just saying. Right. Um, like this clownless fuck that, that they've lied yeah. to me about this whole time. Yeah, See, that's like I watched something like a few years ago. I'm like, he wasn't really like a killer clown, you know. Not <laughs> he's a clown that killed, but that's a little different. <laughs> he was a clown that killed. Yeah, like yeah. it's not as deep as they made it seem. Right. Yeah. Well, see, whoever was on the fucking marketing, the the board of marketing for that, him, I guess they they yeah. nailed it. Yeah. They they really knew how to blow his case out of proportion because yeah, you know like. Yeah, like we were watching some documentary about him. Well, my wife was. She loves serial killers. And it was like he kept hiding these dudes like under his floor and stuff. And I was like, well, that's bizarre. You know, I was like, I feel like he, you would notice this clown walking through the street and, and be like, man, something's up with that. But the fact that he yeah. did not dress as a clown all the time is really kind of troublesome to me. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, they make it seem like that. But, yeah, I think it was the same, because Lindsay watches all that shit, too. So she's yeah. like, let's watch new, I think it was the one on Netflix. Right, and yeah. It. And, yeah, that's barely part of his life was being a clown. <laughs> like, he was just a little construction guy. But I guess that'd be my favorite one, I guess. I'm, I'm not as into that shit as uh, Lindsay is. But, like, right. it's, it's pretty interesting, though. Yeah. <laughs> see, see, so for me, like, that's a, that's a tough question. Um, I like Ted Bundy because uh, he I know the most about him. But then there's yeah. – do you know who Ed Gein is? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let me give you a little story about uh, Ed Gein. He is what the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is like kind of based off of, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, whenever I was really young, my dad had a brother – and uh, he lived in Texas. He probably still does. I don't know. And he went to prison for a DUI because they're super strict on that stuff down here. And uh, and he told us – he was like, yes, I was in prison, and whenever they would bring this one guy, they would walk him through you know, like the corridor, and like we would all have to like turn and face the wall because we weren't allowed to look at him. And I was like, that's pretty fucking aggressive, you know? And he was like, yeah, it was you know the, the – the Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, was the guy who really did it. So growing up, I was like, this is a real guy. So I tell people, this is based off of a fucking true story, you know? And yeah. people would be like, no, it's not. And I'd, be, and I'd fucking argue with people. Like, my uncle was in prison with him. Like, you don't even yeah. know. And come yeah, to find out, it's not real. So fuck yeah. that. So fuck my uncle, first of all, uh, for lying yeah. to me and making me look stupid. But... I don't know why I told you that story. There, there, there was a purpose, but yeah, I think it's pretty loosely based because it's like he did like make people's skin into furniture and shit. Yeah, like he had which, like a nipple belt. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I yeah. Uh, I watched the thing on him a few years ago. Uh, that was pretty fucked up. But you know, it's weird. Like I remember when I was in um, I was in county jail in Hamilton County because I got arrested up there once. Um, and I really hope that when this goes out, my probation officer doesn't see it because I probably shouldn't be talking about this. Shit. But uh, <laughs> kind of like even though I was just in the drunk tank in Hamilton County, it's like totally it's like glass. It's a super nice jail. Like it was insane. Like I got in there and I was like, this is like the nicest jail ever. But like, there's a glass pane and you can see like people being processed and all this shit. 
And at one point, they brought in a dude, like, at, like he looked like with the Hannibal Lecter mask and all that shit, on like a, uh, not a gurney, but like a fucking, um, like a dolly? Yeah, a dolly, like on it, strapped in and shit. Uh-huh. And like, scared the shit out of all of us, because we're just like, you know, still hung over, just right. sitting around, like, out. And uh, yeah, they brought this dude in, and dude, he was like, they put him in this uh, other room that was like right next to the drunk tank. And they had like eight guys on each side of him, just like carry him in there. And dude, he was screaming for probably four hours. Really? Like it was fucking insane. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. I have no idea who that guy was, but it was, <laughs> like, the muzzle and everything. It was fucking crazy. Well, see, I feel like that would be enough to make me stop drinking. You're like, nah, these are not the people that I want to be around. It should have been, but I mean, I really loved drinking. So like I drank <laughs> that when I was out of jail. Like there was no, yeah. Like, that shit was up. so traumatic. I need a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, that's the first thing you think when you get out of jail. Not this last time. Then I was like, okay, maybe I really got to stop. But <laughs> it was like, fuck it. I need a drink after this because I'm hungover. I already missed work. Like, you know, I've been in jail all day. It's a shit. Like, you know, you're stuck in fucking 20 guys and they're all annoying. So it's right. like, yeah, you, jail sucks. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm going to kind of talk about one of your and you may not even use it anymore, but one of your jokes, uh, which is not even a joke. It's it's the real story. Uh, when you talk about when you got arrested, you're like, I got arrested uh, for a DUI and I was in the parking lot going into work. And it's yeah. like to, to me, that is so fucking funny. It's like, have you ever oh. seen the movie Hot Rod? No, I've never actually seen it, but I oh. know the movie. Uh, okay, so so the premise is he's going to ride this little uh, uh, moped that you have to like pedal, you know, to to start. So it's just probably I don't know, like a fucking forty cc engine, uh, and he's gonna ride that and jump all of these buses. And he thinks that it's gonna work. He couldn't even jump a fucking si- uh, the 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 pool, you know, like the the city pool. But he's gonna jump all these buses, and that's what's so funny uh, about that story is that like you thought that you were going to get through a day of work, but you couldn't yeah. even get to work because you were so drunk. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and I felt fine. That's the fuck that like I always tell people that, and they're like, "Come on, no, you didn't." But I was drinking so hard like that. For, like it was probably like a two three week period, mm-hmm. and that's after years of being a drunk anyway. That like I blew a point one eight and I felt fine. Like I was driving like I'm good. Like when they <laughs> breathed a lot, I was like go ahead, I don't care. Like right. I don't know why you're doing. This. And then he was <laughs> like you're fucking me, and I was like I'm not lying. I'm on my way to work. And then he didn't believe me, so he had me call, and I called the front desk at work. Like I'm sorry, I'm not gonna be able to make it in. And then he finally fucking believed me because um, I told him like fail, like I can't make it in right now. Right. And, like I'm in the parking lot. Just look outside. Like I'm here. Oh, yeah. And that all found out. But so how, how I did not get fired is fucking insane. Like I will <laughs> never fuck. And but luckily, they, I think they just took pity on me after that. Well, I mean, technically, it's not a no call. No show. You did call. I did call. And, <laughs> and I was already that day, too. So I called like, oh, I'm on my way. I'm going to be like 30 minutes late. And then I called again. And she was like, where are you? And it's like, well, I'm in cuffs. Like I'm about to go to jail. <laughs> Like, well, yeah, but yeah, I felt good. It was fucked up. Like I went into work like that all the time and yeah. I felt fine. I never dropped anything. Like I wasn't slurring my words, you know, like I, I you remember. I was... <laughs> yeah, no, that's just that. Like 
the idea of that is just so comical to me because it's like, yeah, no, I just I was so drunk that they fucking arrested me. But I was yeah. I, I was about to walk into work like no big deal, you know, just all fucking casual drunk as fuck. Yeah, and and that's what was so hard to explain about it. Like, <laughs> like I felt okay, you know, and I think they just kind of I mean at that point, I think they must have noticed I had an alcohol problem at some point. I never told them, but I'm sure I saw me in the morning, like, oh, my God. And then they were just probably like, well, he probably did feel all right. And then just kind of <laughs> took mercy on me because my car was still in the parking lot. They didn't impound it, thank God. Well, that so was I had some of them. Yeah. Well, some, and you know what's weird? My car's never been impounded. Really? For an arrest. Uh, yeah. Well, the first two times I got arrested was. I got pulled over in a church parking lot, which is just coincidence. It's weird. <laughs> uh, and I knew that, like, you know, I could probably leave this here. And, yeah, if, if in the first time, I really talked shit to the cop, too. So I thought he was going to impound it because um, I was just drunk and pissed off and I'd never been arrested before. But the second time, the cop was really nice. And he could have charged me with a uh, a fucking uh, open container, too, because I had a beer sitting in the fucking cup holder that I didn't even realize I had. And the cop looked in there and saw it and just kind of, like, made a face. And then he let me go. Like, well, he took me to jail, but he let that go. <laughs> well, he took me to jail. <laughs> yeah, he did. I shouldn't have said it that way. I did still go to jail. Was kind of <laughs> but uh, luckily, he left the beer can in there and just didn't say anything about it. Because I went and got my car the next day. It was still there. Wow. So, did you finish the yeah, beer? He really wanted to let me go. Yeah. Like, he was a really but he couldn't let me go i was i mean i think i blew a point two one that time oh yeah so, so, you, so you were just you you were a little tipsy yeah yeah in <laughs> fact i was hanging out with Ricky bean that night at a bar called jimmy b's in uh like near carmel because you could smoke in there and it was the middle oh. of winter i was like fuck it i'll just go smoke there because i can't smoke in the place i was staying uh. and then uh that didn't end well but yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah see like fortunately um like which i don't really drink and drive you know it's just like i'll have a beer like doing comedy you know but like i'm there for like an hour and a half you know so by the time that i'm done like there's there's nothing left really but there's 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 been a couple times where it was very uh very poor judgment you know and like i've just i there was one time we were living in la and it was a work party. Uh, it was a Christmas party for uh, the company that I was working with. And they just kept buying us drinks, you know. And it was – I think I ended up having like seven or eight fucking uh, – what what did I – I was like vodka and and some juice, you know. And by the end of it, I was like – I was feeling pretty good, you know, and my wife, I remember she's like, we need to Uber home. And I was like, we live 0.7 miles away. Like, there's no reason to Uber home. Like, I'll be fine. And then I remember waking up, throwing up all over myself in my bathtub and like yeah. ice cold water. And she was like, yeah, yeah. Was, she's like, how did we get home? I was like, I don't know. Like, I felt like <laughs> like that scene from Wolf of Wall Street where he's like, I think I made it perfect. And then, like, his fucking Ferrari or whatever it was was just trashed. Which, yeah. Uh, that, that, yeah. yeah. We, I didn't wreck or anything, but, like, I, I definitely, I feel like that if I was going to, that would have been the time. So since then, I've like, nah, if I feel it, it's not worth it to me. Yeah, I mean, at least you have that judgment in your head, because, like, I just didn't give, like, because I was just drinking so regularly that you just go, eh, I'm good, you yeah. know, like, it's it's such a horrible decision, 
but like you just don't care and it's so regular that yeah i was just like whatever i'm gonna just do this like i did that once where i took xanax too and then drank which was the stupidest fucking thing i've ever done in my life because i i came home and i had a flat tire and the side mirror on my car was busted off and i still don't know how the fuck that happened to this day oh so you so did that, have that experience yeah yeah perfect but it'll happen but at least you've got that switch in your head now that's like okay even though i didn't wreck my entire life i'm not gonna do that again right you know? yeah exactly yeah like i had to destroy my own life like three times <laughs> just to finally be like i'm gonna quit drinking or well well for me though i have to i'm an addict but you know like at least for you you can be like i've had too much i can just call a fucking uber right exactly yeah, or my wife doesn't really drink that much. She did that night, but like in you know a normal setting, she doesn't drink very often. So I'll just be like, "You drive." Like, I, yeah. I I I had two beers and I can feel it. Like, you drive, but uh, no, you do. Uh, do you still do that one joke? And I fucking love that joke where you're like, the greatest game in the world uh, is you know when you're drinking and driving. You know, I haven't done that in a long time, but it would really fit with some stuff that I do now that's kind of like about my arrest. So, like, I okay. probably should. Because, um, yeah, I know I, I did do it kind of recently, and then I kind of quit doing it, but I should bring that back. Because, yeah, that that always was kind of a good one. Like, yeah. I never got any kind of response to it. Yeah, no, um, and and the way that you set it up, and then at, at the end, you know, like your punchline where you're like, I've lost three times. And it's like, yeah. that. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. Yeah, well, thanks, man. Fuck, I'll bring that back. I'm glad you said that because I, I lost all my notes. Oh, Like, shit. I had all these notes, and then uh, I don't know what the fuck happened to them. So I still have, like, what's in my phone, which okay. I'm pretty sure is most of what was, like, good. But I'm going to add that in there. Yeah, um, yeah no, because I really – I liked that one a lot um, just because yeah. it's, like – the way that you would explain everything, you know, like the, the music's better, you know, everything's better when you're drunk, you know, and then like just the, the when you do it, um, you'll have to record it and, and post it, you know, like if it goes well, because uh, like, honestly, that that is such a fucking funny joke, even for from somebody who, who can't relate entirely, you know, like it's just so good. No, well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Because, yeah, and, it, and that's what's fucked up. Like when I was drinking, it's like. Yeah, I'll drive because it's so much fun. Like yeah. it just was. Well, the music is way better. Like you can just jam out to shit and fucking chill. And like you don't even think for a second that like you're in a two-ton fucking car that could kill people. Right. Like, you're just yeah. like I'm just chilling. Yeah. Like it's so <laughs> just relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, like it, the, on it. I think that's always been one of my favorite things about your comedy is that like all of all of your jokes are just like such real life experiences. You know, like even whenever you would talk about you know like your uh, experience, you know, like growing up and being Catholic and stuff like that. You know, like there are just there's so many things that you talk about that are authentic. You know, like like they're actually they're, they're real scenarios and real stories that that are you know personal to you because like I, there's so many people that are doing jokes anymore that are just like so random you know and yeah. it's like it's just it, it's it's stories that i can't relate to because they're just so bizarre you know because like people will get high and like do all these crazy things and like just have these ideas and i'm like i cannot relate at all to what you're saying but like yeah. your stuff like although i've not been there it's so real that i can see it you know oh well, thanks man i appreciate that yeah it's it's like um for me too i think it's just like I feel the need to say it almost because it's like I know that if somebody Googles me, this shit's going to come up. 
So right. like if I a new person, it comes up in the first like conversation almost. Like I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, I can't drive because blank, and then I was an alcoholic, I've been clean, you know. Because it's like, like I've had like my girlfriend's mom fucking googled me and found out about all my shit, and it's like, oh, well, dang. that's great. You're right. Even, <laughs> so it's like, well, that's fucking wonderful. Um, so yeah, it's like at, at this point, it just comes with the territory. So it's like if I can do it on stage, it's even better because then it's like at least there's some likability possibly to it. Right. Because um, people are just horrified in real life when I tell them they're like, "How the fuck could you do that? You know, you piece of shit." And it's like they're not wrong, <laughs> right. but like I really do the joke first because then it's like, you know, they can see that I don't care that much. <laughs> like, right. I, I do, but. You know, I've kind of dealt with it, so I'm trying to be funny with it at least. Exactly. Uh, it's, it's a good icebreaker, so that way not everybody's just uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. I'm going to let my cat in really quick. Yeah, no, absolutely. But, See, and, and I'm glad that you're doing this, honestly, because, like, as I was sitting here talking, um, I realized that with your just, like, straight background, it looked like you were in a prison cell. So I'm glad that you're showing people that you're not. Yeah, yeah, I guess it kind of does. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um kind of over here but yeah it does kind of look pretty bland i was gonna do it like from over here like kind of like near in this chair and then i just said fuck it and put it right here because it kind of made the most sense but right yeah uh, yeah at at least now people know yeah it does look a little suspicious yeah you Uh, like it And, and back here is my uh it's my metal toilet where i have to sit to pee because nobody Those, splashes in prison. You, you know what's worse than that is uh, when somebody in the drunk tank falls asleep on the toilet, which happens pretty often. Because I've only been in the drunk tank three times. It's happened twice. And when Were that you ever happens, one of them? No, thank God. I would sleep <laughs> on the floor, which is fucking horrible anyway. But, no, th- yeah, if somebody sh- uh, falls asleep on the toilet and they're a big guy, like this happened the last time I was in there, um, what will happen is people just start peeing in the drain, which is like on the floor. And when that happens, it stinks up the whole fucking place. Like, it's right. disgusting. But I've also seen it happen where there's a small guy that fell asleep on the toilet and somebody just pushed him to wake him up, which kind of helped. Yeah. But I have my best not to shit in jail, and I have never done it. Well, that's uh, good. But I have, yeah. Well, now I'm kind of concerned, though, because you, you just said that you sleep on the floor and then people piss on the floor. So oh, have you been no. pissed on? No. I Well, no. But I haven't <laughs> well, thrown up. Uh, I've been thrown up on in jail. The last time I was in there um, in county, uh, a guy was going through really bad alcohol withdrawal, and he was just banging on the fucking door like, hey, give me some, you know, but he was kind of talking shit, so they were like, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. And they probably thought he was lying, but I think he just wanted, like, some Ativan or something, but he was throwing up, like, blood all over the place. So right. I was, like, trying to sleep, not seeing where it was going, and he just, like, latched, like, all over the fucking place, and it got a little bit on my head. So that was pretty gross. Ugh, yeah, uh, fuck. And it's got blood in it. Man, you probably got AIDS from jail. Yeah, probably. I mean, honestly, dude, and and the county jail, uh, I don't want to say, just in case somebody sees us, uh, I won't say the county, but the jail uh, has had some serious complaints. Um, like, they are horrible, dude. Like, I mean, even during COVID, like, they weren't giving people masks. They were throwing, like, 20 people in there at a time yeah. and like yeah fail but there are people in there that are just being processed you know like right. I mean, just for people that are um have really fucked up and are drunk um so like it was it's pretty bad like yeah. they've had people at 
doctors and die there, like, because they just don't fucking call the paramedics right away because they think the guy's faking it and shit. Like, it's pretty... <laughs> You gotta love uh, that. Nah, he'll be fine. Nah, he just had a seizure and he's bleeding out of his fucking ears. Nah, he's faking yeah. it. Dude, it's crazy. I watched a guy have some kind of a fucking spasm or something in there, and he was just going like this. And I thought he was just fucked up. Like, cause uh, I don't know. There could be a guy that smoked meth. Who the fuck knows? Right. Um, but like, yeah, just fucking shaking and shit. And it took probably two minutes before somebody came in and just dragged him out. Dang. And it's like, I don't know what that guy had going on like who knows <laughs> yeah, no idea i feel like what and this is just a shot out of a cannon here but you've been to jail three times and you've told me yeah. probably 20 minutes worth of fucking stories that you've seen yeah. just just in your three visits you should do like a uh a whole like just keep getting arrested and every time that you see something new you know like you you do this whole series on you know this is what happens in county yeah, I mean, I, I hopefully won't have that happen, but if I do uh, relapse and get arrested again, I will do something like no, that. No, don't even relapse. <laughs> I'm saying just go do some other shit. Like, go steal some fucking stuff from Walmart and be like, nah, I guess you gotta lock me up. I could, but then I'm going to prison. Like, if I'm on fucking probation, they're not gonna let me off again with anything less than that, probably. Uh, but, I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, there are there's some fucked up shit you see in there that... Um, I will say that. Like, I remember one time this dude, and this is just a dumb story, but it's kind of funny. This one dude was just asleep for hours and hours, and then he fucking woke up and just kind of looked around, and he just went, oh, fuck, I'm in jail. Like, he didn't know, <laughs> he didn't know where the fuck he was. He just had to have the realization set in that he was in jail and had no idea why, which was pretty depressing. Because um, I've had that not exactly happen, but there is that moment when you're about to go to sleep in the drunk tank and you're like, hopefully this just isn't real. And then you wake up with like a sober mind and you're like, holy shit, this is real. <laughs> and I'm just, and it sucks. <laughs> like it's the worst thing in the world. See, like, honestly though, I don't know what you're working on with your, uh, with your story about, you know, like getting sober and being arrested and stuff, but this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, like that, like, Oh fuck. I'm in jail. Yeah. Just having that that realization, like I can only because I know sometimes like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I'm having like a bad dream or something. I'm like, where am yeah. I? Oh, I'm in bed. Like, where am I? Oh, I'm in jail. <laughs> okay, that yeah. was that wasn't a nightmare. That that really happened. Yeah, because and and it's like you know, and who knows how fucked up that guy was. Like he might not even remember the past day. Right. So like for him, he expects to like wake up at home. He might have been gone for a weekend. Right. And then that like has no idea what he even did. Like that's really fucking bad. And I and I'm not even passing judgment because I mean, good lord knows what I've fucking done. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's just all I, the only advice I would ever have: don't go to county jail. And if you right. do, don't do it this county. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why well, is, is the new one? Is the what? I, I said it sounds like Texas is probably more strict though. So I mean, especially not out there. Yeah. Well, luckily, you know, I haven't popped in to see what their facilities look like here yeah. uh, but you know i i have heard some some not so flattering things so i think i'm going to going to avoid it you know at all costs that's a good idea yeah <laughs> i can say experience yeah it's uh not but well you know that's great life advice everyone from patrick eaton and <laughs> try not to get locked up in you're clear that's all i can say
<laughs> well, man, uh, I don't want to take too much of your time. We've reached uh, an hour, which is not even oh, doesn't it doesn't even break the ice. Chip, I don't know what the fuck that expression is, but you know, like there's yeah. so much more for us to talk about. But uh, man, I, I appreciate you so much for being here and and being on this yeah. with me. And I'm gonna have you back because I gotta hear more about uh, your time in county. <laughs> this has been I can phenomenal. Talk about it, well, especially after my court date, then I can talk about more things. Um, but, uh, well, I mean, I don't think anybody's gonna, you know, cause I mean, on my Facebook, I don't like have cops friended or anything. So oh, I yeah, think me I'm neither. Good. Yeah. Well, if you do, you're probably fine. Um, <laughs> it'll, it'll all be good because, you know, I'm clean just for the record. If they're going to need a almost 13 months. No, and, congratulations. Uh, that's excellent. So yeah, that's awesome. That's, and no, next time we talk, though, uh, I'm sure that there's going to be a lot more stories, you know, like because uh, you're you you still have to face your consequences, and you know, there's there's going to be a lot more to talk about. So I'm um, I'll definitely have you back on here, man. And it, it's been a really good time. And I'm going to put all your socials and stuff down at the bottom so that way people can check you out and they can follow your your journey here because you post about it. Um, not regularly, but you know, you definitely give updates and you know, it's awesome to see. So, um, I'm proud of you, man. And you're, you're out there killing it. And I'm looking forward to uh, sharing the stage with you here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, you too, man. Yeah, man. Well, I brought you too, dude. You know, cause I remember when you showed up, well, you had already been doing comedy, but you know, when you started coming to, to Holly's and stuff and you know, you're killing it out there. Thank so. you. Yeah, it'll, it'll be on the show. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I, I'm just, it, there's a, a bunch of good people on that show, on that lineup. So it's going to be phenomenal. So I'm really looking forward to it and just hanging out with some old friends, you know, and kind of catching up. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. It will be a good one. So, all right, man. Well, uh, thank you so much again for being here. And uh, you guys, thank you guys for watching Life is Cooler with AC. Um, this is Patrick Eaton. Go check him out on all of his socials. So, all right, buddy. I will talk to you later. All right, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Take it easy. Yes, sir. See you later.